relationship with a guru is not an easy one. In the beginning, it's not easy. But every day there's an openness, it becomes sweeter and sweeter and more beautiful. Many people have an idea that uh, they can choose a guru. But it is not really like that. Yes, How is it? Did you ask, how is it? Yeah. You know, maybe you can say the Guru chose you, but not deliberately in, in, the, in the human way of perceiving. Not choose you like personally. It's just that somehow your soul, your being becomes ripe enough, mature enough. Uh, it's just a timing, the timing of grace, the timing of life. These things are not easy to explain. They are inscrutable, really. But you somehow find that there is a powerful attraction arising in you t- towards that. There is always attraction inside us, but it is usually, uh, very often, it's towards objects, or, or uh, the beings, or ideologies, uh, some kind of philosophy, some kind of myth, some kind of fantasy. Um, they engage our attention uh, very often. When your attention is caught uh, towards truth, then it is said your life is auspicious. There are many things that attract our attention, from the trivial to the profound to the profane even, uh, hold uh, our attention. And each of them, the currency is time. It means that if you are involved in them, uh, time is, is given there, energy is given there, like that. So gradually, mm, if your attention turns, is attracted towards uh, spirituality or the search for truth, it is said that your life is auspicious. What causes this to happen? We cannot say. We can. We cannot really say. I don't think there is much point in looking too much into that. Just be in the response. Be fortunate. And uh, happy and grateful that your life um, has turned a, turned a corner and is pointing towards what uh, will save you from uh, sorrow. It seems intoxicating. What? <laughs> your peace and silence. It is happy that something inside you responds to that. In in others, maybe not. You see. So it means that there is already a synchronicity working. There is a sort of a harmony, a resonance is working there. That is the power that draws, um, the that converts the devotee into 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 the master itself. There has to be an attraction there. It cannot just be a heady thing. It may start off as a heady thing, but if it is only a heady thing, there will be some dispersing. It will not gel. It would be like, like oil and water. They are together, but they don't mix. But when there is that fascination, it is not something you create, and for that you must be grateful for.
Because when the truth resonates inside your heart, you'll find that there's no effort in you. If there's effort, it's usually coming from the mind, especially a kind of sweaty effort. There's a time and a place, a time for effort. But genuine effort will not become a strain. You see, egoic effort will become a strain, will give you a headache. There's some effort is uh, auspicious. But uh, tiresome effort, uh, you will not suffer if your heart genuinely seeks the truth, if your mind. I have to say your heart, not just your mind, because your mind is not the starting point. It is only with the reflector. Thank you. Many people say, you know, I'd like to meet a spiritual master. But if they genuinely if it was a genuine feeling, they would meet one. They would begin their journey somehow. Sometimes we say many things, but there's not much meaning in them. We are so accustomed to to using words and our energy and our attention like that. We gamble it away, throw it away. There are some people they don't speak English and I don't speak their language. But the attraction for truth is so powerful in them that they assimilate what needs to be assimilated in spite of the, the challenges of not speaking the language. Now that is something. And that is also the evidence that the truth works in many different ways. I remember um, he comes from Japan to see me in India. In the whole year, he has three days holiday. He spends one and a half days travelling to meet me. Come all the way to India for one day, or one and a half day. Then he must go back to work. Maybe he spends most of his money just on the ticket to come there. When someone comes like that, I drop everything for them. It's not just because you come all the way only. That is already great. But you give your attention so totally, even if it's for ten minutes, they are so total in that ten minutes that they may be more with you than somebody who's with you for one year physically. The intensity of their of their their desire, their urge, uh, just outshines and transcends every every obstacle. I met one man travelled all the way from Australia, came to run retreat for two days in London. And on top of that, he's terrified of flying. Can you imagine somebody flying from Australia to go to London? I'm terrified of flying. But I said the hunger for truth is greater than your fear of flying. And yet, sometimes people do these things out of delusion also. My feeling is that the truth does not give you anything, does not teach you anything particularly. It's more its greatest effect is in making your mind empty. So to learn and to save your knowledge is not the highest thing. Greater than this type of knowledge certainly informational knowledge, 
is to be empty. Because you are life, you don't have to prepare for life. But if you are someone who wants to live life, you are going to have to prepare. And you are never quite prepared. A human being should be both light and deep. The full spectrum of expressions uh, can manifest through their presence, but they are not dedicated to any particular perspective. So as we speak about these things, you should be able to confirm them directly inside yourself, or at least to see where there is a sense of stuckness, and what is causing that sense of stuckness, you see. Don't be afraid of emptiness. In fact, the true you cannot be afraid of emptiness. It is only the constructed self that is afraid of emptiness. And because it is the constructed self, it is not true. So therefore, its fear is also not true. species on the earth, the human being has the most challenging existence, because they have the most the potential for the more the most highly developed development of consciousness. Therefore, the vessel of the human form is a very powerful ship to sail, because so many forces are acting upon it. because of the the sense of choice which uh, consciousness is in its human portrayal venerate choice they love choice and yet are confused by choice all this you must overcome And the most direct and simple way is what you are being pointed to here. You must know your true position. Where are you looking from most authentically? From the position of person, from the sense of presence, or from the no mind, no self state, the absolute awareness. Awareness cannot be used, it can only be discovered.
If I was a salesman, would I do good business? If I was a salesman, selling this guidance, would I make a living? There's a disbelief in your words. And you sometimes feel there's a disbelief in my words. Okay. And I, I want you to help me to overcome it. Mm. There's like concept that I hold on to, mm. which I love to be. You name them the concepts that you hold on to. Spiritual concepts, like. Spiritual concepts, like. Mm. Sometimes it's very hard to to name them exactly, but when you when you disregard sometimes spiritual tradition, it's very hard for me to. When I disregard spiritual traditions. Yeah. Okay. It's very difficult. In what way you mean to disregard? Like spiritual when you say things like, oh, I don't know. Mm. Or let me put it differently. Sometimes you you speak to the consciousness inside, and I can feel it, and I feel the truth in it. But I feel that it's actually ears of people that are listening. You, you, you. Sometimes you speak to the consciousness. I speak to the consciousness inside. inside yes. And I know when the ears of consciousness consciousness hear it. You, you know when the ears of consciousness hear that. It's them. truthful. It's but truthful. When yeah. people okay. hear it, or when the person hears it, yeah, then it's not truthful. Yes. Then it's then it's wrong, and something inside. Says why, 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 why do you allow people to hear it, and why it? I don't know what what it is inside, but it's. As I said one time, it so happened like this that uh, I was uh, I came back, and I felt. I said it. It felt crowded. I said there's there's too many people here. There's too many. There are too many people here, and so everybody started to get up to leave the room. I said, "No, not like that. There's too many people here. Uh, I want there to be presence here, not people here. So it is your turn to determine whether you are person or your presence. I can't make you that. We have to work together. You see." And these are things that you are challenged to, to, to step up to. Are you going to listen on the basis of being a person? This is where all your arguments come from. All your arguments are going to come from there. If you stay as a person, you're going to disagree with me. You want to fight with me. You want to tell me no, I don't agree. And so, if you're going to stay as a person, then we will not really work, because something. As is in some level retaining, maintaining a sense of duality within yourself, because there's a fear you are attached to some form of uh, personhood, and that attachment is going to be fighting against uh, moving into that unicity. 
and it will find some excuse. It will say, yeah, because you speak against tradition or you speak against this thing or whatever. It will find something. You see, but it's not a genuine thing. It will find. So it is not about tradition. I don't think deeply you care that much about tradition. You see, it's not about that. That's what your mind will use as a kind of leverage. You see, sometimes we we are using a, a, the, another thing to 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 seem to hold a fight, but the real thing you you have not said. Why are you fighting? You see. Maybe it's the fear. Maybe there's some attachment, because I was going to say maybe it's the fear of, of unicity, but then I have to say no. Maybe it's just the, just the attachment to some kind of idea of self. That there's there is a fear to let go of, a certain way in which we want to, perceive ourselves. Let's analyze it. Let let's look together. This is my, invitation. You see. Because. I am not here. I don't speak against tradition, but I'm not here to protect tradition. You understand the difference. I'm not here to speak against tradition. Um, for me, uh, like for or against, that's not important. What is important is what is true, and the truth is reflected in many different ways. I am only here pointing mostly to those who don't want to just be dedicated to tradition, but they want to find the truth. They don't even want to be dedicated to the truth. They want to discover the truth like it. So there's something direct, and whenever there's something direct, and it's not hiding behind lots of concepts or lots of ideas, then fierce opposition comes to that also, because there is fear that comes up in in the mind of those who feel that it's too direct. There's many people are afraid of directness. Now I don't want to be direct on any personal level. Because when the person is direct, it's very harsh. It's very brutal. But to be direct on the, on on the basis of truth, this is something that you have to be say you either open up to that or not. You don't open to it. You see. And I'm not going to so much uh, be looking for the people who are not open. I don't have that much. In, you have to show yourself. And so when you come forward like that, I am already happy. Because you say, I want to expose something. This is already good. Because many people are afraid to expose what they are sheltering until it's suffocating your spontaneity, suffocating your 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 life force, your joy. Then somehow out of desperation you say, Yes, 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 please help me or something. It doesn't matter which way it comes. But then you must step up and be willing to put everything on the table. And I'm not going to ask you for, you know, embarrassing details or something because that's something personal. I'm not interested in personal. But you must put out the mm, the quality of what what is seemingly in the way like that, you see. Mm-hmm. Because this is at the crux of it uh, many times and in every in every place wherever you have a teacher or someone who is very uh, a, a direct who's whose presence have a, a potency, then you will have a fight. Something is going to want to, to fight against it, because you would then a part of you, of your mind, would prefer to go on some long journey that looks pretty and embellishes somehow the egoic uh, projections, um, because it is afraid to, 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 it, it goes on a journey, but it's afraid of the destination. 
So it's more into the is devoted to the journey, not not to the finding of the destination. And so I put it in front of you like that. I ask you, the truth is must be here. Because if it is not here, it cannot be true. If it's going to be something later, or you will say that the truth is here, but it's going to take me a while before I realize it, then I'm asking, why is that? At least let us find out to see if uh, there is something genuinely, um, an obstacle set by nature against your power, and there's nothing you can do about it. Well, I'm ready to stand up and to look at that with you, if you wish it to do. Because it doesn't uh, make sense in me. I understand what you speak, because it has been my language also. So maybe because of this we can sit together, because I am not oblivious of the workings of the mind. I know its ways quite well. So when you speak, somehow I can see, okay, that's a little bit coming from this place. But because uh, there is also this placeless place, then all that is untrue or imperfect in some way, or disharmonious, it comes very easy to light. And it is because of this why I am able to guide your mind back to the truth, and quickly also. But this this thing about um, editing my words, because I, I see it very often. Even when I was living in London, many people they would uh, used to write and ask. They want to come and see me. I give them directions. I type it out myself. I don't even like using emails that much, but I type out in detail what how to come to see me. Come to Brixton. You get out. I'm not going to say now because we are recording this thing. And uh, you do this, you wait, and you get one of these buses, you get off at the fifth stop, at this place you walk back through the lights, turn right, I give everything, walk down. <laughs> then 150 meters down the road, you pass the Chinese tent tanks, or no tanks, whatever it is, down there, and then on the right you find my house. And so many times people call back and say, I'm lost. So why are you lost? Um, did you follow my instructions? Well, actually, I got out of this troop station and I asked someone, you know, how is the way to Tausil? And uh, I said, but you didn't have to ask anyone. I wrote it down for you. Well, somebody said that, 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 that the bus you were talking is not really the right. I should get another <laughs> one. So then, if you cannot follow what is my practical advice, how are you going to follow more subtle and intuitive uh, and inner uh, advice? You're not going to follow it, and many people are not following it. This is why we're sitting there, and you be, you make your life seem like truth is so difficult because you 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 apply your mind, a personal mind to it, and then you find your mind is always going to find a way to disagree, and you keep disagreeing and find more things to disagree until, in fact, you convince yourself that you should not be here, which is something that you could have done a long time ago. Because if you don't know um, how much you invest in your own projections. You will appear to surprise yourself. Many people have come, and we seemingly have lived very close together, eat out of the same. I put my hand in their mouth, put their food in their mouth, and they put food in my mouth. We spend time together, nights together, days together, sleep in the same bed, and after a while, I don't know where they are now. They vanish, and not the vanishing I'm talking about either. To the extent that when I see them next time, I don't recognize them. They look like they're completely lost. So why is this thing? Because they met me? Not at all. Because somehow, you know, it's maybe through us meeting, their own duality came so strongly, and then they 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 chose to stay with it. 
this is a fight you're going to have. Because how oh, you can disagree with me in what level? I'm not in here talking about religion. I'm not here talking about tradition. I'm talking about you. And not your tradition either. You. I want to say I would like to meet you. Okay? And the thing is that I already know you. At least what there is really to know. The rest I don't consider worth knowing particularly. Your flavour, of course I enjoy. Each one has a flavour. What gives this flavour I cannot say. I don't care. But they have a flavour. I can say, but I don't want to go into it. And this flavour is a flavour like the flavour of the of the scent that each flower has. They have a, a particular flavour. I enjoy the flavour of people, of the consciousness in its portrait as, as peopleness. We can enjoy. And also how much of the truth they have imbibed. They give off another kind of flavour, and that flavour is very attractive, somehow. And that's all there is. And I'm only interested in somehow to meet in that resonance. So how can you disagree? What is there to do? It must be in your mind. How can you disagree? Uh, my 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 avenue of of interaction is very very specific, very simple. I'm not talking about your tradition and your family. What your desires were, who you were when five years ago, where you want to be. I'm not interested in any of this. I just want to show you what you are, if you don't already know. So, what is there to disagree? Only your resistance can do it. Then you say, Yes, I want to look at this. Then I just said this generally, and I'm not spe- speaking specifically about you, but it includes you. But now it's your turn to speak up for yourself and say, Because this disagreement is just purchasing time to avoid and to delay your own fullness of seeing, as far as I'm concerned. I'm aware of it. That's why I ask for your help. Yes, because yes. Sometimes there doesn't seem to be the choice to, or it seems like there's not the choice to choose the ears I'm listening with. You know what I mean? Sometimes there seems to be not the choice to choose the ears I'm listening with. Sometimes I can't. It's simply the person. Then it will show somehow the thickness of the mist of delusion. Then, if uh, somehow something functioning within yourself, uh, and it has happened, and it does happen, and it is still happening, that uh, our own. Uh, delusions inside can completely close your ears physically, so you don't even hear what I'm speaking. Also, I know this and experience it, and I don't have to go on paper and do it. I know it in the moment. Also, I know also when we are speaking. If I say something and nobody here understands, then I know that nobody understands. I don't even even in the dark. I can't see your faces. I know who you are, of course. I can't see your faces. But if I say something and it is not really been understood inside the heart, I know that it's it's not been understood inside your heart. Because when it has been understood inside your heart, there's a fragrance that is not something visible on your face. It's just something, uh, uh, an aura of conviction or something is there that is felt. 
And when I don't feel that resonance, I say, okay, let me tell another way. Let me try another way to say this, because it has not been, uh, it has not been assimilated, it has not been understood like that. So. If there is such a thing, where you know some forces inside you that powerfully shuts down your your you know um, cognitive uh, ability, or your your perception get distorted in some kind of strange way, then you need to look at that and you need to bring that forward and say, listen, there's something here happening inside. There's a force in me. That is definitely don't want to hear what you have to say. Right? It definitely does not want to hear what you say. Then I may ask you, whose side are you on? Because that will determine something. And in some case, maybe you may feel very powerful. You know, forces of resistance and fight and things may happen. In some cases, in many cases, not. In many cases, your choice something just like uh, you feel love, and you know you didn't create it, and you will go in the direction of that fragrance with your whole being. Then some beings also in satsang, they feel the fragrance of that love and that truth, and with their whole heart they say yes, and they move into that. But others, they have some things inside that is still scratching and excusing and fighting and so on. And then what's been happening more and more is that energetically I just ignore you. This is what happened because I can't it can't go into your story, I can't talk to you about it. I just don't see you actually. And when you clear yourself, then I see you come into focus. I feel this gush of love towards you. I feel something like that. Then there's an instruction in that. But as I said before, it's more subtle. It's not just verbal. It's not that I tell you something, and then you hear, ah, oh, you agree. It's it's something just like uh, sometimes some people. I cannot be in your company. I just don't feel for your company because something is there. Is not. It's not, and I don't have time to go into that. If I'm going to use words all the time, that words are too slow. I want you to know this. Something is taking time to convey with words very often, but sometimes words are too slow for me. Then I'll cut you, but there will be no blood. You must have the courage to stand up and to and to fight for yourself. As I said before, for many of you, I will fight for you, but only if you are willing to fight for yourself. I can't fight for you if you 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 wish to sustain duality in yourself. Then I I don't have patience for that. Not attractive. I'm definitely willing to fight. <laughs> yes. Because, as I said, there are some beings. They don't show themselves physically. They feel like they don't show them. They don't come forward, and uh, you know. I don't know what is going on there sometimes, but still, uh, I may find some energetic, some relationship, some satsang is happening anyway. I may not talk to you uh, or something or whatever. Some satsang is going on there, 
But I just don't. It's not a strategy. Yeah, I don't have a strategy. I just don't feel any, anything to come near. I say, no, no, you go away. I don't want to talk. I don't want to talk to you. And, uh, yeah. And no amount of cleverness, no amount of anything can, can take that away. Something has to be clean from the inside. There are many different kinds of dirt. Today is your birthday. It would be good if it's also your death day. <laughs> 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 but there will be no funerals, just your death. Can you speak up? You like to do what? To surrender whatever is personal in my relating to you. You would like to, or you are you are doing it? I feel I'm doing it because I really sense. You have to have more courage than that. You make it seem like it's something you're not sure of. You must determine that. The reason why you perceive a separation from me is a suffering, because I'm the only one who sees you as the truth. Nobody sees you as the truth. Your parents don't see you as the truth. Nobody sees you as the truth. The reason why the sense of separation feels painful to you because I'm the only one who sees you as the truth. Then your mind wants to cease, put to put a wedge between that perfect unity, and it can only do that with your permission. The mind lives on a scholarship from you. We could have excused you when you were a child or something. We can say, well, you know, the consciousness was not sufficiently developed to, 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 to take on the the seeming might of the ego. But now, and especially with, with whatever um, advice you have been encouraged to follow, and uh, it has been your good fortune to come to uh, a seeking which is direct, then uh, the kind of uh, dilly-dallying and stuff, it, it there's not much room for that. Here, there's not much room offered for the ego to breathe too much. I don't find ego terrible things. It's not. It's nothing actually. 
but believed in it is dynamite. Identified with it is dynamite, atomic bomb. Identified with. And the stories go on, the chapters go on, the books go on. I've showed you the remedy of it and introduce you not only to tell you about it, I don't point you in any direction. Just we stay together, look together, and this whole mischief, all this this whole um, whatever it is, becomes clear inside your being. That is proof enough. From the standpoint of being a person, life wants nothing from you. You have nothing to offer life, actually, from just merely a personality point of view. It can seem the contrary, that being a person, so many things are expected of you. But life itself has been the wish-fulfilling tree. Depending on what you honour, what you believe is the whatever what you desire, then life will take the colour of your desire. The life of truth is a truly beautiful, peaceful, happy, free, light, open, holy, kind. And yet there is such resistance against it. This is the paradox. Man seeks all these things, but to find it through his mind, through his dreams, through his projection. But to find it as himself, he runs away. As I said, we want to taste the honey. You don't want to find yourself as the honey. You don't want to be the honey. And this you that I am talking about, I don't give it much credence. It's not really this is the very one that needs to move out of the picture somehow. Very good. So now what? The concern that this love I thought I had for you. You thought you loved me, but what happened now? <laughs> I always love you, yeah. but there's a love that is beyond the love I know. Yes, and this is true. The love you know is bound. The love you don't know is eternally free. You cannot capture it. It captures you and transforms you into love. Who will take that risk? We should not venerate our mind, because there is no great persons. It's not our delusions. Alexander the Great is a myth. Where is he? Where is he? Where is he? Where is his greatness? I don't hear anybody having a relationship with Alexander the Great in their heart. But the one man who came riding on a donkey, nobody can forget. 
we should find out what was the difference. When I remember now, when I met Papaji, you know, I, I was also a little afraid of him, you know. But I knew this was a healthy fear, at some level inside, <clears throat> because there's always a part of your mind that wants to tame people, so that they don't threaten you. And we play the game to be nice, to be cute, to be sexy, to be to be funny, to be you know sort of entertaining or something, because we are intimidated by the sense of other. And the master is not another. Is not an other. Suddenly, you start to feel like you are other. When you meet presence that you cannot conquer, then your mind cannot conquer. Personality cannot inspire, cannot influence, cannot manipulate. Then all kind of insecurities come up. This is the greatness of the master. And I felt this thing, but I didn't understand what it is. Just something felt like. Your usual moves is no good here. Your little tricks are no good here. Your currency doesn't work here. It's like having euros in the Sahara Desert. It is no value here. And something feels deeply uncomfortable, because something wants to run back to what to our notions of comfort. But a true being can feel that discomfort and know that it signals a great fortune, a good fortune. But it's not that you're going to be happy about it, no, but something says yes, but you tremble in your socks saying yes. <laughs> but you still say yes, and you go to the chopping block. Mm. So don't try to comfort your mind too much. And yet we're saying all this thing, and I know it's coming out like that. And I know that there's nothing to be afraid of. You should be afraid of you, actually. Because of course. Yes, yes. Because somehow we made a, a Frankenstein somehow. <laughs> Psychological. In fact, Frankenstein was quite nice, isn't it? Frankenstein was the monster, or the guy who did him. The monster. He was okay. The other guy is the trouble. The monster took the name from the guy who did it. The monster took the name from. Look at this. A good example then. Your true name is I. That's your good name, and then you give your I to your ego. So the ego then became confused. Thank you, everybody. Thank you. Thank you.